guests, Blaine and Perry, and Bird, of course, checking in from Italy. We've had Perry on for the Italy move. This is my second time on the podcast. And now we're welcoming Blaine for the very first time. Ciao, Bellas. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you all have been there for a month already. Yeah, over a month. Feels weird. I've learned like zero Italian, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys picked up any of the language? Um, That would be a negative. Very little. Well, (laughs) okay. The funniest story is that, so we haven't really picked up a lot of the language because a lot of people here speak English and it's kind of like the common language. So like if people are from Germany or people are from the United States, like wherever you're from, if you speak English, you'll be like pretty much okay. But we went to this movie the other night. We were so excited. We were going to see Top Gun at this, like, beautiful outdoor amphitheater. Like, just such a beautiful place. It overlooked the whole city. Yeah. Stunning. Stunning. And The music was in English. Yeah, it starts off so strong with, like, the music in English. We've been talking about this for, like, a week, how excited we're to go. And then the first word out of Tom Cruise's mouth. No, first it was hey. Yeah, the first word was hey. And then every other word was... And we were like, we literally were sitting there. There were no subtitles, nothing, even though it was advertised that it would be in the movie's native language. So we were told it was going to be English. And they literally were like, no, sorry, Italian. And we had to leave because it was like the first time I'd seen Top Gun. I didn't want to sit through three hours of Italian. Yeah. And a few weeks before, Elvis was played, but it was played in English. So we assumed, once again, it would be in English. It, however, was not. Yeah. Honestly, though, oh, I feel like God. I try to speak Italian to people and they just automatically answer me in English. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Always. Lena, you, you don't really look Italian at all. So I'm pretty Italian, but I just bleach. I'm the only one here my hair. <laughs> that's not Italian, but I look the most Italian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you really do. Um, okay. Well, I'm excited to talk with you all today just to like see how things are going. I'm going to be there in two weeks. I'm so excited, literally counting down the days. So yeah, Perry and Blaine, thanks for coming on today. Anytime. Prego. Prego. Okay. (laughs) Um, All right. So tell me, what is the most shocking thing besides the language barrier that you guys have encountered since being in Italy? So I've been to Europe quite a few times. So I like kind of knew what I was getting myself into. Um, But I would say the most challenging thing is definitely transportation, just because a lot of things can go south pretty fast, especially like with the train system, like there are train delays or there's, you know, the tracks are broken or something like that. Yeah, your, your train's been deleted. So it's just a bunch of things that could go wrong. But at the same time, it's all up in the air. Like you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So that would probably be the most challenging thing. I would say my most challenging aspect as far as moving to Europe has just been like the culture shock of having a completely different environment, like living in Hawaii the past few years, as well as growing up in Florida, like being in such a landlocked place now, like is very difficult. I feel like just not have the ocean or just be in the sun. I'm like, how do Europeans do it? I guess they all kind of like go to the beach this month, but it's a very different environment than I honestly anticipated. But I think that's just everyone who lives in the city, though. Yeah. Um, I would say my most, like, shock, like, the thing that shocked me the most since moving, here, since moving here, because I had never been to Europe before full sending this move to Italy, would just be, like, the level of difficulty um, here. <laughs> to <laughs> like, do anything at all. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, you know, and throughout my life, it's like, you know, college was like a green level of difficulty. And then Hawaii maybe was like a yellow. And then this is like a bright red. Like, I feel like I'm on like the, just, I don't even know. But trying to accomplish like simple tasks that in America would be pretty easy to do. It's just like so much harder here. Um, But I think it's also teaching me a lesson of like patience and just to always expect the unexpected. Yeah. I think it's just such a different lifestyle that we're not yeah. used to. And when it is nice though, because when things are difficult, they are difficult. But then when things work out well, it's like you're almost more grateful because you didn't expect. You're like, it wow, it worked. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> okay. Well, so I feel like Bird and I have talked about this, but what is something like it could be a place or just like 
just anything really, but what's something that like maybe you saw on Instagram that is very different in reality? Oh, I'll like this one. Yeah, Blaine. <laughs> I will say, regard, I'm sure this is what Bird said, but the Amalfi Coast, in my whole entire life, I've seen like literature, movies, like <laughs> on Instagram, and you get there and you're like, I mean, it does look like that, but then you have like a million stairs and I find myself a very fit person. Like I go to the gym almost every day and I was like, damn, this place is honestly like a lot of effort to get to. And I don't really know if it like lives up to the hype. Yeah. But I okay, was- I'm glad. I'm glad that you said that though, because when I was planning the trip initially, I was like, we have to do the Amalfi Coast. Like that's the one place I want to go. And then yeah. after hearing about it from Bird and just like, I feel like it's one of those places I haven't been yet. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it's one of those places that you need like a travel agent to plan for you because there are so many moving parts and you need to be ready to drop like a thousand dollars a night to stay in the type of place that you want to be yeah I agree I think it could be a lot better if you have like private transfers and like do it if you have the money obviously (laughs) but for us we're not on that budget (laughs) we're broke yeah you know I would say our (laughs) Chicano was really fun in ways like because obviously we had been anticipating going it was Blaine's birthday we went to a really fun club and everything but like just the the transportation down. there was really tough getting there itself like I think we went in the prime tourist month it was packed it was just so hard to get hot. anywhere it was so hot and you see all these photos and I just think it speaks to the topic of like Instagram is always 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 a highlight reel because these Instagram models are posting like on these boats and post but they're not posting themselves having to like lug their luggage up <laughs> the 900 flights of stairs and like sweating <laughs> And yeah, I agree. I think we all feel that way about Postano. But then we've been to a lot of places that I didn't expect to like as much and ended up being like, oh my gosh, like Budapest. I didn't Budapest, really. Budapest, so Yeah, fun I didn't really. We went for a music festival and I didn't expect to think it was anything special. And that was honestly one of my favorite places we've been so far. And it was just stunning. Even Capri, I feel like is not super talked about, like compared to Positano. But Capri, I was like, oh my God, this place is just beautiful and amazing you're surrounded by yachts you're like in this blue sparkling ocean yeah and yeah it's everything online I think is definitely just an edited version of the real truth though exactly it's like Instagram versus reality yeah it's the same it's literally the saying itself yeah and I was scared I was scared because Allie said like right off the bat that she wanted to go to Positano and I was like Oh, because Allie... So did I. That was our yeah. first trip here because I was so excited. So yeah. I understand. Allie, it gets kind of set in her way sometimes where she wants to do something. So I'm like scared <laughs> to talk her out of it. But I feel like we made the definite right choice not going to post again because I was like, kind yeah. Of- I want to go back. <laughs> well, I I am the type of person too. It's like my expectations are always through the roof. Like I'm trying to work on this and get it back in check. So I think that we would have gone and I would have been disappointed. Yeah, definitely. Because we were I also like planning it, it last minute too. It wasn't fully fleshed out. Yeah, yeah. If you've had enough time to plan it, a big budget and probably like a travel agent, I think it could be done well. But just like I agree, it's just one of the harder places to get to and the more expensive places. So factoring all that in I think that it's not the best place to go if you're our age yeah 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 okay well going off of that um what is the best thing that you guys have done here oh that's challenging (laughs) yeah Hmm. I really loved Capri and being on a boat Mm -hmm. and seeing like all the mountains and uh I think besides that Greece was so fun we landed in Greece and we were like this is amazing. Like going to Eos, just you step foot off the ferry and you're like, oh, I'm in a wonderful, magical I will say this. <laughs> I'm so happy we didn't go to Mykonos and we went to Eos instead. Yeah. It was so fun yeah. and beautiful. There's a lot of different islands in Greece. So you would normally go to like Santorini or Mykonos and then you'd take the ferry to the other islands. So there's like Eos, um, Milos there's a bunch of different islands but we went to Eos and we had all of our Hawaii girls with us so it was like we were so in our element with all these people we loved and Eos is like a party island they have all these yeah. beach clubs it was like perfectly suited for people our age they had like DJs and it was just we were like feral little rats <laughs> there was a ball pit club there the there was a silent disco. like it was just like 
I don't even know an alternate reality. (laughs) Yeah. But I would say like my favorite thing out of like, obviously we do all these big trips and fun stuff that I love, but I think my favorite things end up being these like small little funny things. Like, or even like last night we had, we have our two best friends here, Riley and Caitlin, who we met also from TikTok, which is how we met Blaine. And last night we had them over, our friend Gigi, who I also met from TikTok. And we had like a big girls night. And Perry, we had a family dinner. Yeah, we had a family dinner. Perry made this amazing pasta. And we just like sat around and laughed so hard. And just like all these little things, even in the midst of like the difficult things that happen, it's just so funny. And it ends up being kind of like some of my favorite things, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like yeah. small. What about you, Perry? What's your favorite? Oh my gosh. This is really challenging because I've loved a lot of moments here. Um, I don't know, I guess just traveling around and experiencing new culture, but at the same time, like Bird said, like the little moments or like little funny things that I get to tell my kids in 20 years happen to us. I think those are gonna be my favorite moments, but I would say just seeing everything. Yeah. Seeing as much as I can. Yeah. And especially since we lived in Hawaii and which was obviously amazing, but we were kind of like locked into like just that one place, like doing the, the same fact stuff. that we get to travel so much and yeah, our flight, like our flight home from Paris, 18, what was it? $14. Yeah. I know it's, el- it's 11, 11, 11, euros. 11 euros from Greece. Back wow. Home. That's like 12 us dollars. Yeah. By the that's way. like not even Uber to the bar in Hawaii. That is so. insane. I know. Speaking of how are you, I feel like so many people are wanting to ask this. How are you guys making money? Like, what are you doing? Can you explain? Scheming. Well, (laughs) uh, I saved a lot of money when I was home by just doing brand deals, honestly. But, like, since it's really difficult to get things shipped to us here, personally, like, I just tried to write a book and I've been trying to promote it, which is pretty cool. I've never done something like that. Oh, wow. As a way to, like, create money out of nothing, basically. Um, but I'm promoting that online and yeah, basically my savings brand deals from a while ago (laughs) and a book. I would say that me and Blaine are in like a similar situation because we both do social media as a full-time job as like influencer, but it has been a little bit more difficult to do that here because a, a lot of the companies that want to work with us want United, they are based in the United States and they want people who are also based in the United States. Luckily, I've had a bunch of companies be down to still work together, even though I'm out here just because my audience is so saturated in the United States. But I think we've also had to get creative with like different ways to make money through social media that aren't just like ad and sponsored posts. So like I've been working on my presets that I'm going to be selling this week that I'm really excited about. Blaine did her ebook and doing things like affiliate linking, stuff like that that isn't just posts and stories. And then I also started running social media accounts for other businesses and companies that has been like a little bit of a side hustle. And I really like that as well because it's consistent money that I know I'll make every Mm -hmm. month. So, and then, and then, so pretty much what I'm doing, like Blaine said, I had a bunch of money saved up from working in Hawaii and just working on brand deals at home. Um, But I also run social media accounts for right now, three different companies. Mm -hmm. And so that's my primary source of income, but brand deals for me have been a lot slower here, obviously, because I don't have as many followers as Blaine and Sarah Caroline, but th- it's still, it's, it's still bringing in an income. It's just not as much as it was Would, in the United yeah. States. I mean, in Hawaii, we kind of run into that. Like I had a couple of deals fall through because they were only based in the mainland. So like I was going to work with um, HelloFresh and that didn't work out because I was in Hawaii and they couldn't mail it. But here, it's been a lot harder because like packages get lost. We can't find our stuff. Like it's just been kind of a process, but also I think it's pushed us to get more creative and find other outlets within social media that we can make money that aren't necessarily mm-hmm. the most traditional things. But I will say this, the cost of living here yeah. is so much lower yeah. than it was in Hawaii. Hawaii. So <laughs> you don't have to make as much money as we were trying to make in Hawaii because yeah. everything is so inexpensive here in comparison. Yeah, to like put it in perspective, yeah. guys, our rent in Hawaii, Perry and I lived in a two-bedroom apartment. We paid fifteen fifty each. And then here we pay four fifty. Four hundred and fifty dollars, but we each pay that a month. And 
So automatically, like, like, just like nothing. Wow. Yeah, yeah, automatically, that's like such a lower cost of just like rent. And then, you know, you go to the grocery store, I put this on my private store the other day on Snapchat. It's I had like some people slide up. Bucks. You can get like chicken, like ground turkey, vegetables, bread, you know, fruit. all these things, fruit, produce, $49 for like this huge thing that'll last me for like a week and a half of groceries. We're in Hawaii. Every time we'd grocery shop, I would get oh. like nauseous. We would spend like two hundred dollars each. Like we would split everything, so it'd be four hundred total. But like, and it was from 200. Costco because that was the cheapest way to do it in Hawaii. <laughs> so we had like all this bulk stuff. We could only eat, like <laughs> using one million chicken right. cutlets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously, our freezer was filled. So while it's been harder to make as much money out here, I think that it's one going slower going slower but we spend so much less than we would when we were in Hawaii so I think it that kind yeah. of helped a lot I remember visiting y'all speaking of Costco in Hawaii and you guys had like paper towels just stuffed in the most random places and like spaghetti sauce jars of spaghetti sauce like by the couch or something random <laughs> yes because we were purchasing in bulk and in didn't bulk. have any room to put it yeah. anywhere yeah. <laughs> we like, what meals do we want to eat every night for what's our month? weekly schedule for the month <laughs> yeah that is such a good point though because like yes you are making less but you're also living on less too like yeah, significantly yeah. less I mean Hawaii is one of the most expensive places to live just because everything is it's hard to get anything there yeah definitely it's made a huge difference and we do travel a lot so I think that we do make up for the, the we're <laughs> the like yeah we rent. spend so little but we do travel quite a lot yeah. um but then again like even traveling once you're in Europe traveling within like other countries are easy and it's so much cheaper yeah crazy Blaine tell us about your book so I have been like on TikTok for two years now and I kind of just like have been getting the same questions since living in Hawaii like how do I move there well not necessarily Hawaii but how do I move anywhere right after graduating how do I make money online how would you like make money from social media or even make friends when you go somewhere crazy like Hawaii. So I basically just compiled a list of like all my most asked questions and put it into a 10 page ebook. And yeah, that's pretty much like what I'm selling at the moment. And I think it's really awesome. I hope that people who are confused as to like how we're able to do what we're doing right now, get some sort of clarity. And it gives like how would you find a house if you're looking in Europe or how would you find like anything really? So yeah, we'll link her that. ebook. We'll link Blaine's ebook in the description box. Yeah. That's such a great idea. Um, okay. So switching gears a little bit, what is the biggest lesson? We kind of touched on this, but what is the biggest lesson that each of you have learned since living in Italy? I'll start. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, so pretty much for me, the biggest lesson is just go with the flow. Mm -hmm. Like you, I'm already kind of a go with the flow person for certain kind of things, but this is like to an extent, like that I've never reached before. <laughs> never flowed before. Never yeah, flowed. I've had to be like silly putty at this point yeah. because everything is just so up in the air all the time. Yeah. You just really have to go with it have to go with <laughs> I have never been go with the flow ever <laughs> in my life. Like, plain and it perfect. goes ag it goes against our nature honestly yeah I I could never do like a backpacking trip I could never do a lot of things that people do out here I'm not go with the flow and I know that of myself but I would say that is definitely less we've all learned and then for me also just like patience the level of oh, yeah. patience which I guess goes hand in hand with going with the flow but I don't know. I get kind of worked up easily and it's easy for me to get really frustrated, but I've had to learn. I love you, but you are probably one of the least patient people I know. I know. And it's been, I think, just this lesson in this like inward struggle of just learning how to accept things for what they are. And then you can be upset about it for a second. You could you could even cry or whatever. But Bird likes certain, to cry about it. Yeah, and y'all know I'm a crier. But at a certain point, you just have to accept it for what it is. You know, like me and Blaine recently, <laughs> this happened this week. We got our, we lost our Eurorail passes because of this like crazy situation. So we basically lost $700 we'd spent on these $750. passes. $750. Yeah, $750 on these passes. 
And it's like, I was so angry about it. For so I was just laughing. I was like, I was more. so angry, but it came to the point where I was like, okay, I have got to just accept this <laughs> and move on because it's taking years off of my life. So I think, yeah, being patient and just accepting things for what they are and just at some point you have to lay, like lay it down and move on because I feel yeah. like things always keep coming and you can't just dwell on it forever. So I'm hoping that I return to the United States like a way more patient and chill. <laughs> I don't know if I will, but I hope that I come back like way more patient and chill. I um, would say, um, well, first to speak to what Carrie said, I think I could backpack Europe. I would just be crying every day. Um, but <laughs> I think the biggest lesson that I've learned is just when the world is burning down around you, <laughs> all you can really do is just like laugh like, if everything's just going wrong, you just have to be like, all right, I don't even care. This is just funny. Like, it's gotten to the point sometimes where we're like, I don't know what more could go wrong. But <laughs> I think once you just kind of accept that things don't always like end up being what you expect them to be. And, you know, everyone in every waking like day of life has fucked up stuff happen to them you just have to laugh at it and like I just I don't know learning definitely to just go with the flow yeah it's hard because yeah laugh at your forthcoming yeah it's hard because I think if people maybe haven't been following us on social media yeah it sounds very they're dramatic. hearing all this stuff like they're like what have these girls been through but like we just want all this little thing like our apartment the flooded, apartment flooded like the past is Perry. Perry was in a car accident and then had like Italian police have guns to her head. Like we've had all these things happen that like just never, ever, ever <laughs> happen in America. But the thing is, I've reached out to other people because I was thinking to myself, like, surely, surely it's not just us who've experienced these kind of like hardships. <laughs> and everyone I've talked to collectively who've lived in Europe, like Jacqueline, Ali's friend, all these people I've reached out to, they've said like, no, the struggle is so real. Like it is not what you're accustomed to in the United States. It's such a different way of life. It's going to hit you like a ton of bricks. You've got to hold on. So like, it does bring me peace that it's not just us who've had this struggle. And it just is an adjustment for a lot of people. And within all the struggling and the hardships, we've had so many good things. It's just easier to kind of laugh and talk about the yeah, it's, hard things. Yeah, it's sometimes you just got to laugh at the terrible things that happen to you because... I don't know. It's like even Wait, I want to I want to backtrack on this. I don't think we've talked about it yet. Perry, can you give us a little recap <laughs> of the car accident? Um, start, with, start with what the day it held already. Okay, yeah. <laughs> sure, I'll start. Um, so pretty much earlier on in that day was when we had the apartment flood. It was the same, <laughs> the same day. day. So pretty much that oh whole God. 24 hours for me was pretty rough. Like... <laughs> extremely rough but you know what I think I was pretty casual cool calm and collected about it I was just like if it had to happen to anyone I'm glad it happened to you because I don't think on a Floridian beach right now I would be be recording this episode from the United States if I would have been through this situation but keep going okay so pretty much I'm just gonna give the short story because it's a little bit long but basically I (laughs) am in the car with two of our friends Riley and Caitlin Okay. Well, we were at the club and Blaine and I left. Yeah. So Perry. I think was... I got roofied this evening as well, which might have been a send from God. Yeah. Because we needed to For get out. For some reason, Blaine had gone complete ragdoll and I, I had to take her home and I was ready to leave. So we were, thank God, removed from the situation. Crying in the club type be like Yeah, terrible. Blaine needed to go and I wanted to leave, so we left. Anyways. So they left me. I'm with Riley and Caitlin, okay? We left also, isn't that the number one rule in Europe? Like, don't leave anyone behind. Well, I'm, I'm with people I know. Riley and Caitlin okay, are okay, our two okay. best friends. Okay. I'm with, like, very, very good friends. So, anyway, we are leaving the club. This, I'm not going to say names. This person. I would say the name. <laughs> this person who was driving us home. Um, we get in the car with him. He starts getting pulled over because he's speeding. So, you know, the cops, they turn the lights on everything. And he looks at all of us and he's like, I don't have a license. <laughs> and all of us just kind of freeze. We're like, what do you mean you don't have a license? He's like, I don't have a license. Speeds up and tries to outrun the cops. <laughs> oh my God. In the streets of Florence. So, so was, he, was he drinking? No. Oh my God. 
So, okay, let me just plant the visual in your head. We are speeding through the streets of Florence at this point, okay? You know, they're very These narrow. narrow little Harry Potter streets. They're windy. <laughs> like, pretty much, they're, he's running up on the sidewalk. You know, any ta- when you're in a taxi, you run up on the sidewalk and pretty much almost hit pedestrians. So, anyways, that goes on for about 10 minutes. We're yelling. We're like, pull over, pull over. Nothing's happening. So, immediately, I'm like, you know what? There's nothing I can do. I just need to be silent and hold my breath because I can't, I have no control over the situation. So we are spinning out, you know, it's like drifting. It's Grand Theft Auto vibes, okay? If that plants a picture. We come around the corner and he can't fully make it. We smash into two parked cars. Um, The airbags go off. I see white everywhere. That's all I see. And then next thing I know, I'm being... Like the car doors are open with a gun pointed at me and naturally because the cops I'm sure thought we were dangerous. Um, so I don't blame them for that. Um, but we did in fact have nine cop cars following us. Um, because they're probably thinking like, why are these people out running the cops? What yeah. They, like surely, they surely they've done something wrong. No, we didn't. Um, so I like roll out of the car with my hands up because I'm terrified, obviously. And I'm sitting in a circle on the ground with Riley and Caitlin just, like, hugging each other. They took the guns away from our heads immediately, like, once they realized we weren't dangerous. But um, it was probably one of the most terrifying events of my life. And looking back on it, probably wasn't the smartest decision. But you know what? It's a story to tell now. And once we get out of the car, the cops, the only information they asked for was my name, my phone number, and my ID. And then after that, like 30 minutes later, they just let us go. Like, I didn't have to go give a statement at the station or anything. And do you guys want to know what this said man's punishment was? Oh, yes. Let me tell you. For grand theft auto and endangering the lives of all the people we love here. And smashing into two cars. It is a $1,000 fine for his license because he does have a license. It's just not an Italian license. Um. Thousand dollars was his punishment. That's it. <laughs> okay, the cost of your trauma that you experienced a thousand dollars. Yeah, bills priceless. Yes, um, but luckily in the accident, no one was hurt. Like not a scratch. The, I mean, okay, that's not true. The biggest thing I had was for my seatbelt. It was a teeny tiny little burn mark, but that was it. Oh my god! Well, everyone else okay. is fine. Next time I see said man in an environment where I can put my hands on him, it's. Down. The next day, so he got out of, oh, he got taken to jail, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Um, got taken to jail, but he got out five, in five hours. The next day, he messages me and is like, Grace, I'm so sorry about what happened last night. I hope you're okay. I said, thanks. Glad you're out of jail. And he said, thank you. And that was the extent of our conversation. Well, that's not true. I have seen him since because I walked past his restaurant. Um Anyways, um, okay, so- well, Perry, I'm so glad you're in one piece. Um, <laughs> that is awful. But I do want to know, have you met any normal guys? Have you met any cute guys? Have you gone on any dates? Is this at me? Is this at me? Is this me Everyone. Personally? Everyone. Oh, Perry, okay. take it away. Perry's. Perry. I guess I'll start again. Um, <laughs> so honestly, no Italian men, really. Yeah. All of them? All the Sad. Have been like um, British or Australian, and Perry loves the Australian. Yeah, if you are Australian, you're automatically my type. It's like he's a, <laughs> he's a two, but he's Australian. He's an eleven. <laughs> and Perry's really like in a thousand. <laughs> There's a lot. Oh my God. Speaking of Italians or speaking of Australians, I ran into Keith Urban the other day, but I don't think he would be an eleven on your list. <laughs> Keith Urban's. Maybe, maybe a young Keith Urban. I, I would date Keith Urban. I would date Keith Urban. <laughs> Blaine's wife would fall into Keith Urban. <laughs> he could sing to me. Um, but Blaine went on a date. Oh my god. Oh gosh, this is a story. <laughs> okay, I went on a date. Are you on dating apps? Uh, I'm on Raya because I don't know why. I just thought it would be an adventure out here in Europe. And No, but Raya, I got accepted to Raya as well. We moved out here. I've been in a complicated relationship status. Raya won't accept me. I'm I got accepted to Raya, and it's frustrating because it's like 
they're showing you these amazingly attractive men and in they're like, like Tennessee. They're like, yeah, Nashville or you know, LA. I'm like, this is not okay. That's fair. that's not fair because when I was on Raya in Nashville, they would show me like these Italian studs in like Milan or somewhere. Well, I don't know. What I think they, I think they do it just to fuck with you. You can tell the story in a filtered way. So basically, I got asked to go drink wine on a windowsill of this Italian model's house. As one does. And he like lives right where we do pretty much. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, at least he lives nearby. I probably won't get kidnapped. Um, I go over there. He lives in this beautiful penthouse. It was so amazing. I drank like the best wine I'd ever had for like an hour. The man is so beautiful, like probably top five good looking people I've ever seen in my life. And then like nothing happened. We were just kind of friendly. And then I left after like an hour to go eat ice cream with Sarah Caroline and Grace. And then, um, two weeks later, I get an interesting message. <laughs> Two weeks, he goes to France. I don't talk to him. He sends me a picture of my recent Instagram with the caption, can I lick your beach bum? What? <laughs> I was like, well, at least he kept it on brands. He's waiting. Y'all had, you, you, you had had normal conversations with this normal? man leading up to this. One, one thing though that he did say on the date that I think is a red yeah. flag now that we look oh. back on it is that <laughs> the skeletons in the closet. He there was a closet and what did he tell you? That's okay, where he keeps we the had a joke about That's- like him being American psycho and I was like, oh like what's a that room? And he was like, That's where I keep like the bodies of the girls <laughs> or something. That is not a funny joke. <laughs> that is not funny, and I would have ran away. Also- Lane, Lane, did you have you ever seen Taken? <laughs> no, I've never <laughs> seen, seen oh Taken. Neither have Taken. seen Taken, and I'm like, what is going on? What is wrong with you people? One more interesting quip from. I think that should be a required viewing before going to Europe to live I, I, as a young female. One more thing he said that was really funny that I think speaks to what Raya is as a dating app. I I was telling him how I'm going to take like the train for the first time to the beach the following day. And he was like, oh, like you've never taken public transportation. And I was like, no, because like, honestly, in America, like we ride the school bus. And I was like, no, I haven't. He was like, oh, you just ride jets around? Like, no, no laughter. Do you You normally jet? Do you normally jet? (laughs) I was like, Yep, sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I do normally. <laughs> Thank you for asking. <laughs> but I don't know. There's been some, there really has not been any provoking love affairs out here for me so far. There's yeah. been some. Oh, well, you, you, still, you still have time. Yeah, there's still two months, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. No real romances, though. We haven't had like our Lizzie McGuire moment yet. No. People have like boyfriends for the night, but it's not like. Nothing is developed yet. No Vespa rides, nothing. Well, you guys need to get on that because time is ticking. Um, I did watch Lizzie McGuire the other night. I have a list of movies I want to get through before I come to Italy, and that was first on the list. As you should. (laughs) Harry and I have taken the task of learning the entire choreography of the Hey Now, Hey Hey Now. (laughs) So when we go to Rome together, we're going to perform it. In front of the Trevi. So we've been working on it a couple of nights. Great, great. I can't wait to see that. that TikTok. Yeah. I know. I'm putting myself on um just like chill mode this weekend and I plan to get through Under the Tuscan Sun, Eat, Pray, Love, love and then there's one more that I need to get through. I can't remember. I'll have to look and see. Um, Okay. Other random question I had. What are you guys doing about your hair? I'm suffering. Crying. (laughs) What do you mean? My hair's great. I'm going to bootleg hair. My hair's great. Harry is a brunette that doesn't color her hair nor Harry. You're the lucky one. Doesn't have extensions either, so I think she should be deleted from this conversation. I'll suppress myself (laughs) in this conversation. So basically, okay, the water here, first of all, is my first grievance. It is making my hair so brittle, so I've had to put like extra effort into keeping my hair hydrated. Like when I I have to go get a hair mask tonight and like more conditioner. Cause I go through conditioner so fast because I literally get out of the shower. My hair is like a piece Crunchy. of twine. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I 
but I did so to keep my hair like from getting brassy I did I've been doing the purple Olaplex shampoo um but I know that this is gonna seem extremely extra but you guys know how I am about my hair and let me just let me just remind people that you've your hairdresser flew to Hawaii not once but twice yeah so basically Sarah Kate at the studio in Oxford the best woman alive she was actually looking into coming to Italy um (laughs) but I'm now going to Vegas in September because I'm going for a very special event in September Uh after Ali comes Uh and Sarah Kate is coming to Vegas of course she my hair while I'm there because it's a little bit easier than her coming to Italy and I'm how like are your extensions are they hanging on by a thread I'm gonna learn how to weave oh if t- I need to. Tell, tell the people what we've been what I've done for you Blaine um so like Bird said the water here I mean my OG hair extensions that I came here with like literally turn into twine they are, I don't know what happened, honestly, but I, we thought the plumber, we thought the plumber had a handful of Blaine's hair in his hand because he had twine and that's how much we thought he grabbed her hair out of the trash. I wish I were kidding. I wish I could insert a picture right here. I will put a picture. I will put a picture on Instagram story, but guys. So earlier this day, prior to the plumber coming about the flood situation, that we didn't have water for like five days, the we removed all of Blaine's old hair extensions because I so put bad. Blaine has tape ins and so she has tape ins now. We took out her like bonded extensions and then all of her hair was like where in the trash can. Yes. But the plumber <laughs> the plumber had this like big ball, like ball of twine. I don't know what he was using it for. <laughs> he was outside and I was like, holy shit, he's holding Blaine's hair. <laughs> and I was, was like, so why sad. is he holding them? That's so weird. The fact that's even a valid comparison is just the, like... tw- the plumber's twine <laughs> to Blaine's hair. I literally had to go outside and look at it and be like, wait, oh my God, that's just twine. Um, but, but yeah, so now I have the bootleg hair salon, Sarah Caroline, just putting in Amazon. Yeah, tape-ins. so I had tapins for like five years of my life. Now I have the hand tied, which I kind of, it's a little scary because it's hard to do those. But I had tapins for so long that I learned how to do them. So I basically, I did this in Hawaii too. I just installed Blaine's tapins. Yeah. <laughs> it's bootleg, but And it's I cut them working. myself and everything. When, it works. Bird, maybe like, you found your calling for when you um, decide to settle down and return to the yeah. States. Literally, like every time I do her hair, I'm like, damn, I'm so good at this. Yeah. So were you coloring each other's hair too or what's like, happening there? I, I did bust some bleach in my hair, but it didn't really do much, honestly. So Yeah, I found Blade the other day in the bathroom applying bleach to her eyebrows <laughs> hair. I was like, um, I was the most terrifying thing for me. If I ever applied bleach just straight to my hair like that, I think I would look like a crazy person. I Blaine, does think- that not break off your hair? I mean, I really didn't apply that much, but I usually bleach my eyebrows because they are black for some reason. Blaine likes so Blaine like, doesn't like experiment. the dark eyebrows. She likes the blonde surfing eyebrows. Which- Blaine, you could look like us. I well no, my eyebrows are like blacker than yours. I don't know why. Blacker than mine? Yes. They're just Italian. I don't know. Uh, but we're embrace your you roots. You're in your brow. you're in your homeland. So I basically have to make it twenty one more days until I get my hair done. Actually like twenty three, because she's coming um towards the end of my I'm only going to Vegas for five days and coming back to Italy. But she's coming, like, the day before I go back to Italy. So I do need to make it. So there may or may not be a day in the near future that someone has to, like, bootleg, raise up my extensions. But we're just going to we're just gonna hold tight until we get to that one. Maybe, maybe someone can YouTube it and figure it out. Um, okay, three more questions for you guys. Next, um, what's the best thing you've eaten since you've been in Italy? Ooh, um, my what, def- tell me what I have to look forward to. 
Well, we are already going, but the restaurant that's really near our apartment, Los Scudo, is our favorite restaurant. They are like our family. It is so, so fantastic. Family. They literally have loved us since the day we moved here, and we've loved them. Like the day that me and Perry arrived, they held all of our luggage for us. They fed us. They fed Perry me. was extremely <laughs> ill. I was throwing up in the bathroom. They yeah. didn't know that, though. We have like truffle raviolis. Yeah, it's a black truffle, black truffle ravioli with like, some kind Their of meat. duck pasta is fantastic, and we're going there the first night that Allie's here. So, and okay, Tarifa, what's the other oh, one? E Profeta, E Profeta, so oh good. God. Yeah, so it good. was so good. The John Travolta pasta, it was like a, like a okay. Now I'm hungry. We basically yeah, only starving. eat carbs here, I'm starving Allie. now, just lots of carbohydrates. Yeah, nothing what else. about the gelato? Oh, oh yeah, Eduardo is really good. Blaine is a gelato like massive fan. I love cannolis personally too, but oh. gelato cannolis, I can eat it every single day. Yeah, and the people of Italy like they truly believe that a good gelato can cure anything. If you're happy, you should eat a gelato. If you're sad, you should eat a gelato. If you're I house- agree with that. Gelato. Wait, that wasn't stands. it like the other day you saw a girl eating gelato? Crying, oh my god, just staring in the dark. <laughs> no, literally, I saw me girl. Tears streaming down her face as her gelato <laughs> melted in her hand. She's death staring into Zara, and I was like, "I respect you. <laughs> I resonate with you." Well, I'm excited for the tiramisu. That's my favorite. I, I love tiramisu. Any, really. I love oh tiramisu. no, the one at E Profeta was so good. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I try that one. Oh my gosh. Okay, I can't wait. Um, we have to change topics because I too am starving now. Starving um, now. Okay. Going back to early July, what would you tell yourself? Mm. Buckle down. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare for things to not be super easy, but to learn a lot. Um, I would say full send. Yeah. Dude, I, I, would, yeah. I wouldn't change anything. I honestly wouldn't us. tell myself anything because if I would have known, I think some of the things that. They wouldn't be as funny. Yeah. It's like. I'm like, what? It wouldn't be as traumatic. Yeah. And <laughs> I just think that, like, in life, it's like you can try to prepare yourself as much as possible, but you can't until you're in that moment. And also, I think maybe one thing that I would say is, like, hey, sweetie, let's start looking into things. Cause I did absolutely no research before moving here. I was like, you know what? Cause I you did no like research. You did no Italian lessons. <laughs> no Italian lessons, no research. I didn't know the Duomo was. Like, I was just very much like, I'm just going to go and see how it is. And, I do wish I would have maybe looked into things a little bit more just to feel like I had more of a like right. grip of where I was since I had never been to Europe. But also it's like I did so much research before I moved to Hawaii and it was like nothing like I expected. So, you know, maybe just research and learn a little bit more Italian. Yeah. Um, what is like one thing you would suggest to anyone visiting Italy to see? Like what's one landmark or attraction or one city they should visit? Or maybe the top three cities. Just if someone like me is planning a trip, what are your recommendations? Okay. Let's start by what we would say to do in Florence since we're based here. I would say like I could start my one of my favorite things we've done so far. I loved when we did Gucci Garden. It was really fun. It was kind of like the Dior Museum Alley that we did in um, Dallas. Oh, yeah. But it was less, wasn't as big, but it was just like kind of a interactive museum of like vintage Gucci stuff and it, like it ran you through like all of their past campaigns and commercials and it was really cool and they have like a very beautiful little outdoor restaurant and bar and an inside so it's a museum yeah but it's like interactive you can run around take a lot of pictures and we did that as like a girls night one night and that was really fun and it's I think eight it's like eight euros eight dollars to go so, so or eight euros oh, cool. to go and we actually said we were students and we only had to pay five <laughs> so um for me I feel like it kind of depends on the trip you want to take like obviously you should do like the big sites like Rome Venice Florence um I feel like Milan doesn't have that much to see so I would probably skip Milan Um, everyone says skip Milan everyone I've talked to they have a great Duomo but like Milan is just like it's mainly known for fashion and shopping stuff so if you want to that's like what you're looking to do then great they're shopping everywhere though yeah but they're shopping everywhere here yeah but it depends like are you looking for a more historical trip like do you want to go see a bunch of museums or are you looking to go to the beautiful countryside or the beach the club so it just depends (laughs) i don't know 
I, there's so many places to stay here and we're definitely not even going to be able to scratch the surface. Is the shopping there a lot cheaper? Like the designer stuff? Yes. Um, oh, you should tell them what you did, what you did yesterday. That's a good recommendation. Oh yeah. Yesterday. So in Florence, there's these designer outlets, um, called the mall. And it's pretty much just a bunch of designer shops and everything's like marked down, whether it's like last season or if it's like, um, you know, they manufactured it and didn't like the way that it came out or something. Um, it goes there pretty much. And so I actually went to Jimmy Choo yesterday while I was there and I got this beautiful runway bag that's like a one of a kind. And I got it oh, for cool. $150, um, which wow. or it was like 3K, 3.5K. And our, our friend Alex, who's staying with us for a couple of weeks, she's like Blaine's best friend from college, um, got Gucci sunglasses for $140 that were like normally like 400 Like that's the price of Ray-Bans. She got yeah, Gucci yeah. sunglasses. I was talking to someone that just got back from, I think they were in France, and they were saying that they went and bought a ton of designer bags and resold them for a profit. So there's a little business idea for y'all. You can definitely do that. And the thing about <laughs> the thing about that is you get that tax back. So like the purse that I just got, I'm getting $55 back from it because taxes are, you don't have to pay taxes in Italy for us because we're United States citizens. So oh. the more designer stuff you buy or, or the nicer stuff you buy over here, the more you get back and it's a lot cheaper. Like there was this one bag I was looking at that was like 2000 here versus 3,500 in the United States. And then you get tax wow. back of that too, just cause it's made here. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Blaine, what would your picks be? My picks? Um, I'm honestly not as into like the historical stuff. Like I love to see it. Like we live right by the Duomo in Florence and it's like magnificent. But I think I love more like nature and just like that sort of thing. I thought Capri was like the most beautiful place ever. And I also thought Lake Como just had this like magical aura to it because it's right next to Switzerland. And it just feels like you're in Disney World or something like all the boats and the mountains and the trees are kind of turning orange. Um, so yeah, Lake Como and Capri, I'd say, are my two favorite places we've been to in Italy so far. I also really enjoyed Cinque Terre. Cinque Terre was really cute yeah. because too. it's a two and a half hour train ride from Florence, so you can wake up early and go for the day. I know that we're gonna do that alley, and um, it's just so beautiful. And I thought the beach was way prettier than Positano. Yeah, Positano's beach was like very mid in I think, Cinque Terre to a lot. And there's like, I guess, what is it that it Cinque Terre means the five, five lands. the five lands. So there's five different parts you can go to and they're all just like beautiful. And wow, um, I'm excited about that day trip, especially if you're staying in like Rome or Florence. Yeah, well, Florence. you can go to each like of the five lands, like do so many different things in each location. It's yeah. kind of on a hill too. So you get the Positano vibe, but not mm. people. And it's honestly really pretty. So. Yeah, I'm excited to go there. Okay, last question. Is there anything that I need to pack that I might not think of? Um, leave all of your heels at home. Like, don't okay. bring any heels because you probably won't wear them. I've already gone through two pairs of white sneakers. If that, I just threw two pairs away yesterday, if that says anything to you guys, because there were literal holes in the bottom, like the soles of the shoe. We walk so much. We there's, just trip left and right. Yeah, there's cobblestones. <laughs> like if you're gonna wear heels, it's just a death sentence. Like don't wear heels. There's cobblestone. Blaine tries to wear cute little pink shoes. And I she falls. Up <laughs> it. Only equal like once every ten minutes on the freaking cobblestones. Um, but if you do choose to bring heels, um, also bring band aids. Yeah, band aids. Like, My <laughs> ankles are so beat up right now. Like the crutches. backs of them look like they're scarred the other just day we everywhere. just casually walked like nine miles oh my literally, god our steps literally. were like twenty five thousand or something funny just casual nine wow. miles in the day at lake como like you just walk so much so bring like if you're gonna wear something that's not sneakers like a comfortable sandal something you can just wear long term and also i really enjoy my fanny pack i bought like a cute like not like a not a Lululemon not fanny like an pack. Athletic People one. said bring a Lululemon fanny pack. I went and bought one. Everyone was hyping it up, but I'm like, I would never wear this day to day. I only wear it to the gym because yeah. you want something that's gonna like look cute with your cute outfits. Yeah. Because 
you should leave also all of your athleisure at home. People, don't bring like, any athleisure. I go to the gym every day and then, you know, maybe I'll go to the grocery store after and you'll walk in any public space in biker shorts and people just like glare. glare. They're so glare, demean you. Like I'm wearing this shirt. Wow. I'm wearing this shirt right now. It's like a striped over shirt because I had on this like sports bra and biker shorts for the gym and I've gotten to the point where I feel so uncomfortable just walking the gym in this that I have to put something over it because I just hate the level of like grimaces that I get oh in Hawaii I feel like I'd be naked walking around the streets so it's <laughs> definitely like a vibe check to yeah have you actually clothes. have to wear clothes <laughs> yeah and it's it's like even I went on a hot girl walk and it yeah. it was like right when we moved here I was trying to just get acclimated wearing literally a matching Lulu like set and people were like looking at me as if I was walking around with like a scary mask on like people were just like disgusted and I was just like bro oh my gosh oh so, yeah definitely a lot of that's cute- so surprising yeah and comfy walking dresses yeah comfy like dresses and outfits that you can wear that you like seem like you're dressed up but, but you can still comfy. be comfortable yeah okay um good to know Okay, so while you're in Italy, would you rather have unlimited calories, so calories don't count, or unlimited travel passes? I would want to say on the count of three. Well, I feel is. like it's going to be a cluster if I do that. Yeah, Can you be able to hear it? It might. Let's see. Go for it. Okay, I'll count you down. One, two, three. Travel passes. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah, Honestly, I'm like, I'm just not the kind of person to be like, I've never cared about a calorie a day. Yeah, like I do want to feel fit. I love working out, but I'd rather just walk. You give me a free plane ride. I'll let that come out. I'll be fat and happy in like Antarctica, honestly. (laughs) I don't even like know a day I've counted a calorie, so like why would I start now? Yeah. And also like we live here at night, you know, I find myself kind of feeling like, especially before I was getting in a routine doing the gym and stuff, I was like, I feel just not like I don't look like myself. I feel like I'm just eating all this food and we're just doing all these things. But it's like you walk so much in the day. And also, we're not going to live in Italy forever. So we might as well live it up. Eat that cannoli. And we have clothes on. It's not like we're in Hawaii, like in bikinis 24-7. Yeah. Like it's where I even see what I look like these days. (laughs) The way I'm thinking of it is travel is forever calories are not you can always you know burn off the pizzas and the wine and all that so i'm planning to eat and drink all the things very excited about it and i can't wait to i can't wait to see you guys you're gonna love it for you to come and i'm so glad we could give everyone a little one month italy recap and i Hope you guys have found some humor in our story. It hasn't been that bad. I think we emphasize the trauma we've been through. Just because it's funny. but it's, like It's funny to us now. And I think, honestly, it's going to be a really good experience overall. Yeah. We're excited for what the next month has in store for us. So yes. we'll, we'll check in again before then. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Wow. I love you all. Ciao. 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 See you soon. Bye.